Hi, this is Charlie Gross with another podcast on creative leadership topics. This week's cast is connecting some dots from an article by Josh Burson in the February 2008 edition of Chief Learning Officer. It's available at www.clomedia.com. actions proposed by the Synod of the Trinity, and my goals for the Presbytery of Donegal. We'll try to connect some of these dots. Here we go. I'll frame it around the article by Josh Burson. The article is titled Leadership Development in 2008. It's found on page 18. Josh tells us that leadership development is one of the fastest growing areas of corporate training. Well, the Synod of the Trinity discovered Uh, this desire in a majority of their presbyteries uh, through a series of table talks in January and February 2008. The single most requested initiative was for leadership development. On May 5, 2008, there will be a Senate meeting to discuss and vote on making leadership development the single major thrust for the Senate. I believe we're on target in this important area of training. Josh Burson framed his article around six best practices in successful leadership development initiatives that were uncovered in two years of research. The first and most important one is the strong executive engagement. This means that a top-level commitment is given and is real and that the top leaders work toward coaching, teaching, mentoring other leaders. It means the time, money, and resources are used to raise the bar. The Synod will be voting to make this uh, leadership development a priority. The Presbytery of Donegal has made this one of the goal priority areas, leadership development. The second best practice is tailored leadership competencies. This speaks to the necessity of identifying those competencies that are important in your line of work. For pastors and elders, I can envision identifying those factors that contribute to building relationships, sharing faith and hope, and finding ways of lovingly holding folks accountable for follow-through and results. We can explore best practices in our field and then train to that level. The third best practice is alignment with business strategy. The work that you are doing determines your focus. When you are directing a mission trip or leading a team, you are focusing on a different set of factors than when you are developing a session or planning a presbytery or synod strategy or budget. As you focus on the bigger picture, your role becomes one of designing good systems and processes and getting the right people in the right tasks, and then evaluating and holding them accountable. Now that is far easier to say than to do. This is very tough work. Just today I heard a senior pastor say that he is working hard to get gifted people in ministry roles and not simply to fill slots with volunteers.
This is aligning talents with business strategy. The fourth best practice is to target all levels of leadership. This is such an important, all-encompassing initiative that every person should be in a progressive developmental program. Our challenge is to be more intentional in identifying appropriate experiences for all people. This leads to the fifth best practice, which is to apply a comprehensive and ongoing approach to leadership development. Our program should include 360-degree assessments, case studies, podcasts, poster sessions, books, webinars, seminars, and workshops. The Presbyterian of Donegal is becoming rather progressive in this area, but much more can be done. The final best practice identified by Burson and Associates is to integrate with talent management. This translates into a good leadership assessment program to help identify talented leaders and then get them placed in the right experiences. Now these are very challenging concepts and are even more difficult to apply in nonprofit settings. But success is to at least try. Hey, have a creative week and send any of your comments uh, regarding this cast or others to cwgross at gmail.com. May God richly bless you. <laughs>